All right, off topic, backsportspage.com. Online with us right now, our good friend Herm Edwards. Herm, how are you today? I am fine. How are you doing? Uh, good. Steve Spanner, Randy Zelli here with Off Topic Back Sports Page. So, Herm, first off, I got to ask you, how's the offseason treating you? Well, there's no offseason. Oh, okay. The, the, I don't know why you would say there's an offseason. Okay. The, 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 right, Herm? Come the, on, tell him. The non-game playing part of the, the offseason. <laughs> how's that? Yeah, yeah. A lot of work still has to be done, right? Yeah, no, on the draft, draft, yep. video, yeah, you know, everything. We got you know, check out players. Yeah, that, well, important. Yeah, players. well, okay. So I guess the real question is: Has there any has there been any golf played for you since Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I actually just played um, pro am in the Houston Open. I'm, I'm working my way back to Bristol. I played with Speed and Roger Clemens. Uh, we played yesterday in pro am. And how'd you do? Did okay. We only finished ten holes, so we got rained out, but we did pretty good. We we're about eight under after uh, nine holes. Okay, so I guess what. what but we'll start here because we just got done talking about the Oakland Raiders move to Vegas. Wanted to get yep. your take on it. How do you feel about this uh, this upcoming move for them? Not surprising. I think they've been going through negotiations for maybe the last 10 years trying to find some kind of way to get a new place, especially in Oakland for the Oakland Raiders. And that hadn't transpired. And it's tough to see them leave, obviously. You grow up on the West Coast and you follow the Raiders your whole your whole life as a young kid. And, and now they're going to Vegas. Um, but we've seen this before. So it's, it's nothing new in the National Football League. Uh, in the state of California, very difficult uh, to use taxpayers' money to try to build a stadium unless you have the money to fund it yourself. Very, very difficult. But uh, if there's any team that really, when you think about Vegas, uh, the Raiders, even the name sounds right, right? The Vegas Raiders. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you couldn't put anybody else there, but it kind of kind of goes, Vegas Raiders. I think it goes really, uh, really smooth, uh, Herm. Uh, I want to jump right into it, too. Uh, you're always a big proponent of talking to the younger players about you know, uh, thinking twice about their actions moving forward. Uh, going into Vegas, going to be a lot of young players there. Uh, how do you yeah. how do you foresee them uh, acting around there? Uh, you know, uh, is it, it going to be very enticing for the nightlife, or you think they can put that aside and this is a regular old city and just go to work? Well, where are you guys located at? We're we're out we're out here in Jersey. Yeah, we're okay, we're in so ne- New York City York, metropolitan area. So let me let me ask you something. Where you guys live, there's no nightclubs. Yeah, no. there's tons of that. There's tons, tons of that. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, it's everywhere. Yeah. I think when we think we say Vegas, we get alarmed. Oh, mm-hmm. Vegas. Hey, guy get in trouble down the street. I mean, anywhere. Yeah. If they want to. If you're looking for trouble, you know where to go. And, and I just think that, um, obviously, I think the league has passed the fact that, you know, 25 years ago, we were, quote, always worried about the betting aspect of, of, of sports and worried about all that kind of stuff. I, I just think that we've all, obviously, gotten to the part now that, um, you know, that that's just, it's part of it. You can't help it. That's not saying players are involved in it. I'm not saying that at all. But I just think that if you're worried about that, then, then we're really in trouble. I think players understand that they're going there to uh, to to live. Some of them guys will live there, obviously. And um, if you get caught up in the nightlife, that, that, that's your problem. Now, also, there's been two other teams that have moved over the last couple of years. Well, you have the Chargers, yeah. the Chargers that are moving out of San Diego, and then the Rams moving out of St. Louis. Um, and it's, in some situations, it's really not the fan base's fault. Um, if you're if you're a fan of, this, of these franchises that are moving, um, do you feel at this do you, like do you, do you feel that the teams should have a little bit of empathy for them at this point? Yeah, you always feel bad for the fans because they're the ones that basically, when teams leave, you know, they feel like they've been, you know, all the support they've given to these franchises, especially when they've made moves. 
think about the Rams. The Rams started in L.A. I mean, the Chargers actually started in L.A. When, historically when they first started in with San Diego. Um, but San Diego is, is obviously very disappointed. They're going up the road. I know it's only, you know, about an hour and a half away, but it's still them moving out of San Diego. You hate to see that. The Rams obviously have, have uh, moved. Uh, you know, they were in Anaheim at one time, and they're in L.A. at one time, and they you know, went to St. Louis and won a Super Bowl. Now they're back in Los Angeles. So you feel for the fan base. But I, but I think over time, fans kind of go, okay, this is the team we're going to support. Supported them before. Uh, no different than the Raiders. The Raiders have moved to L.A., <laughs> back to Oakland, and now they're moving to Vegas. So it's just, you hate to see it, but it's, it's part of the business. Out of uh, all the off-season moves that you've seen so far, which, is to, which couple moves have really stood out to you as game changers? Well, I think, you know, Jacksonville, again, has, has really opened the, the purse strings and, and gotten yourself uh, some, some key components, um, especially defensively get Campbell, obviously, and they get A.J. Boye, a kid out of, their, out of their division to play corner. Uh, they get uh, Church, another kid, you know, and they went and got some offensive linemen as well. Uh, so all of a sudden, you know, they're one of those teams again in the offseason like last year. Spent a lot of money. Uh, now it's a matter of can the quarterback obviously live up to the potential. And I'd be interested to see how that that unfolds in a division that nine and seven the last two years has been won. Uh, you look at New England. New England basically had to draft already. Uh, they gave us some draft picks to get some players. Uh, a big corner. Uh, they steal from from the Buffalo Bills. That hurts. That hurts the Bills. And you know when you get a player of his caliber uh, in your division that you play against, they they go out get another rush guy. So. You know, they've done a pretty good job of really uh, doing some things and, you know, also helping Tom Brady to the Cook. Uh, you know, Cook, I mean, he's a, he's a fantastic player, fast. He's a vertical player, something a little bit different than they haven't had in a couple of years, especially on the outside. So uh, they're putting all their chips on the table and saying, we're going to try to make another run at it. Herm, um, Adrian Peterson still hasn't found a team yet. Uh, yeah. What would you contribute that to? Is is it his age? Is it is it maybe the loss of talent? Is it the money he's going to want? I mean, what was well, the reasons? A lot of reasons. I think age is one. But more than that, I think uh, the money early. And then remember that there's a lot of good running backs coming out of the draft mm-hmm. this year. So I, I think some teams are saying rather than get an older guy, um, we can just wait. Let's just see how the draft unfolds. We might even draft ourselves a running back. So I, I think eventually he'll find a home. I think you know his, his demand for the money he wants will come down. I said it all along when he, when he first became a free agent. I said if I was him, I'd call Green Bay. Yeah, I'd call the Packers. You know that'd be a perfect spot for him. Yeah. Now he's not going to carry it 300 times. He's got to realize he'll carry about 150 times. You know to get the game going, and then at the end when we're leading, because with Aaron Rodgers, you generally play with a lead into the fourth quarter uh, and end the game for him. So it'll be interesting to see where he lands. The other one of the other hot uh, hot topic issues has been the Tony Romo situation down in Dallas. Yeah. Where do you see what's going on with uh, Tony? Is he going to be on another team next season, or is he going to be? I, I, it's like it's all speculation at this point. But you know, as from a coaching perspective, how would you handle this situation? Well, you know, you you don't handle it if you're in Dallas. That's Jerry's deal, and you know that going in. And, and I think at the end, uh, I think Tony's going to end up in, in Houston. That would be a great landing spot for yeah. him. Uh, and I think if you're Houston, you'd be excited about getting Tony Romo. Uh, you got a team that's ready to win right now. Uh, they've had five different quarterbacks as starters, you know. So the, the, the key, though, is this can, can Tony play 16 games? 
Uh, he hasn't done that a whole lot in his whole career, by the way. But 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 he's still a guy that if you get him, your offense all of a sudden has been enhanced uh, with his ability to play and especially stay healthy. Um, Herm, give me your perspective on Richard Sherman. Just recently, they've been talking yeah. about trade talks with them, maybe even you know trading him. What does that attribute to? He's been one of the best cornerbacks in in, in the game. Why trade well, him? Well, you know, I, I think if you're if you're Seattle, you're always exploring things. I don't know if he goes anywhere in the next two years. Uh, he's 27 years old. Yeah, uh, still a, a viable player, one of the best corners in the league. Um, I just think they had some incidents last year that really kind of took away from. Uh, their mindset of, of how they would like things to go, you know, and and uh, you know, Richard is a very competitive guy. Uh, he's an outspoken guy. Yeah, very outspoken too. Which we like, we like when he speaks, and that's okay. And I think he's, he might have he might have went over the edge a little bit with Seattle, and they're just trying to you know, harness him back in. I don't know if they can do that or not because Richard's going to say what he wants to say. Uh, but uh, we'll see where it ends. But I think he's going to be with Seattle next two years. And, of course, we are out here in the metropolitan area, and, uh, of course, the talk has been the New York Giants this offseason. Mm, yeah. um, what does this team need right now to take this next step? Well, I, I think, obviously, they, they still have to look at their offensive line and say, what can we do there? I, I think the acquisition of Brandon Marshall is big. I mean, really big. I think it's uh, that, that's a good gift for them. Uh, especially, uh, you know, when they, they they play a lot of three wide receivers, that that takes a lot of pressure off, uh, you know, the, the their their offense because now you got a guy you can get the ball to in the red zone. He's big, he's physical, um, and if you're Odell, you know that helps you as well. I, I still think when you when you look at this team, the offensive line is still a need. Um, they fill the receiver spot as far as getting him defensively. I thought they did a great job last year, spending a lot of money on defense. Remember, they were eleven and five, and actually uh, five and one in the division had the best division record. So they're very competitive. I mean, offensively, they got to score more points, guys. I mean, they, you know, you're twenty fifth in offense with, with those type of players. I still think they need a back. They need a consistent guy in the backfield and the offensive line. But I think other than that, they should be ready to go. Eli didn't have one of his better years, but it was good enough. I mean, eleven and five, you know, but only scoring nineteen points. With that type of offense, especially coming into this season, you got to think you're going to be better than 25th in the league. Well, I was about to also ask you about the running back situation. Um, does Paul Perkins have what it takes to be a number one back at this point? Well, I, I, I don't know if you can give him the ball that many times. I, I think in this grand scheme of it, it's probably going to be a two-back offense. You know, most offenses are that way anymore. But, but I think they like what they saw last year. He did a nice job of, of really – when he got his opportunity to to, to play pretty well, um, you know, and, and I just think they have to be more balanced. Uh, that will help Eli. That that will help their defense, especially when they when they play with a lead. Um, you know, that they keep their defense off the field by controlling the clock with the run game, and they couldn't do that last year for two reasons. Obviously, the offensive line struggled at times, and they didn't have consistency at the running back position. And also, staying in New York, I, I have to ask this question since you were a coach there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the media is, I don't want to say the media is difficult, but um, this, being a member of the Jets organization and knowing the success that the Giants have had, is there any pressure in that Jets organization to try to compete with its crosstown rival in that sense? Well, I don't know. I think if you, you, you're the Jets organization, you know, you have to go back and look when, when they won a Super Bowl. And that's what it's all about, is trying to, to get your teams in those positions. And, 
it was very difficult to win the Super Bowl. The Giants have been very good at winning the field. You know, you, you talk about just Eli and, and, and his brother. <laughs> you know, ten years for, for ten years, those guys won what uh, four Super Bowls. <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy. Two of his brothers. I mean, you know, two brothers of the Eli Manning family. So, uh, I just think the Jets, you know, are a team that um, obviously they're in a division that's very difficult to win. You know, Captain America plays in that division. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's hard to beat those guys. It, it really is. We were fortunate to argue there that, that we actually won the division. Uh, Miami won it one time. And other than that, it, it's been Captain America and those guys. And um, you know that going in. You know, you know that that's the team that you have to try to beat. Uh, and uh, they continue to just find a way to get good players. And the quarterback keeps showing up. You know, the older he gets, it just seems like he just gets better and better. So he's like a fine wine. Yeah, he's good, man. He is, he is. you know, I mean, he's going to go down as one of the best to ever play the position. I mean, Aaron, while we're talking about him, uh, he says he wants to play till he's about, what, 46, 47, 50 years old, whatever it is. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you've played this game before. Uh, is, I mean, how, how easy, I mean, he, he says it like it's like he can do it. I, I mean, I don't believe it. What do you think? Well, I, I think, you know, his mind can, but will your legs allow you to do it? And that's what happens to all players is that your legs go, and, and you don't know when it's going to happen. You really don't. Um, it just all of a sudden appears. One day you're out in practice. I can remember uh, when it happened to Curtis Martin. You know, he led the league in rushing as an older running back, and, you know, the next season all of a sudden it was, it was gone. I mean, he wasn't the same guy. He could just you know, Mentally, he worked out the same. He didn't do anything different. But all of a sudden, you, you know, when your legs say no more, you can't play. It happens to all of us. It happened to me as a player. And you know it because all of a sudden you start watching the guy on the tape and you're going, is that me? Yeah, <laughs> don't look like me. You know, so I think Tom will, Tom will figure that all out. And you know, in, in sports, that's what you play with. You play with your legs. And once your legs can't take you where your mind wants you to go, it's very difficult to be successful. And how has the uh, coaching experience with Under Armour been going? How, how has that been so oh, far? Oh, it's, it's wonderful. It really is. And there's a bunch of kids coming out this year again. Um, you know, Delvin Cook was one of our kids. Um, Fournette, um, uh, the tight end uh, from Alabama, the tackle from Alabama. They're all Under Armour guys. I think there's going to be, um, I want to say the last list I saw, there's probably going to be maybe six or seven of those guys that played in that game. That's just going to be first-round draft choices uh, coming out in this year's draft. That's you know pretty good number. Some talented kids. You know, my last question for you, Herm, is, uh, you know, you've been broadcasting now in the booth for, you know, in the for ESPN now for quite a few years, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with Mike and Mike, and can you talk about the um, experience level that you've had now and what, what message you pass to some of these guys who are coming in to ESPN as far as former players or former coaches? about how they should handle themselves behind the microphone? What, what, what do you usually say to these guys? Well, I think they hire you for, for who you are, and, and you have to stay within your personality. And, and I think you could, you know, when, when, when it's time to, um, it, you know, to criticize, as we would call, or, or make a comment on a player, uh, it, it's not that, you know, you, you're, you're trying to be critical. It, it's more in the fact that you're, you're trying to, obviously, uh, let the viewer see why it happened you know you, you have to explain the why i've always said that and, and you should never you know get personal on players or coaches i don't you, you don't do that that's not your job your job is to explain why it happened 
and use your personality. You have to be who you are. And I think if you do that and you study, there's a lot of studying involved in it. It's more than just, you know, well, I know football. Well, yeah, you know football, but do you know the 32 teams? And, and I think when you get away from it, rather than just studying your division and the opponents you play against all the time in your division, you got to take that overall look, that global look, and look at the whole team. You look at the whole, you know, league and, and look at the other teams that you might not play a whole lot, maybe, you know, twice or three times in, you know, in, in four or five seasons. And you, you got to be committed to, to research and, and knowing what you're talking about, you know, because you want to, you want to make sure you're, you're giving the viewer uh, your, your opinion, but it's, it, it's an opinion of, you know, I've done a lot of research on this. It's more than me just being a player. I've actually talked to people. I've studied tape. And, uh, and your opinion is important. I guess the real last question is: Over in ESPN Studios, how's catering? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they've got some nice cafeterias. You got to stay out of those cafeterias. All of a sudden, those suits start getting a little bit too tight. <laughs> 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 That's so yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? Well, I I understand that Golik has his own side of the cafeteria. Any truth to that? Oh no, <laughs> Golik, he's good man. He's a good man. He uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun going on there, and uh, I'm going in this week actually. I'm, I'm headed in there uh, today, and I'll be over on the weekend. I'm scheduled Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, I think, on air. So we should have some fun. I mean, they're going to be talking about, obviously, um, you know, the Final Four, and it's, it's, it's been great thus far. And then, obviously, the Masters starts, too. That's yeah, going to be yeah. fun. Always fun talking about the Masters. So we all just will enjoy it. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, we'll be talking about the draft. And it's in Philadelphia this year, which I'm excited about, mm-hmm. you know, city that I played in. And um, I think Philly will do a nice job of hosting the draft. It's nice what the NFL has done, I think. They, they, they've kind of you know, figured this thing out. Let's move this thing around to some yeah. other cities that would like to host it. And I think it's good for the fan bases in those cities. I can't wait till they go to L.A. Oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it was cool. Chicago had it outside, too, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think Philly's doing that, you know, where Rocky ran up the steps. I think they're doing it over there. Oh, really? Okay. Which, so it's gonna yeah, be awesome. which ought to be pretty nice. Yeah, it should be fun. But, but, yeah, it, you know, it's always fun, man. You you know, what's, what's exciting is that the draft provides the new talent, but it, it provides energy, you know, a new crux of players coming in. And I always look at those guys, not only the first rounders, but the kids that get drafted and, and knowing that, you know, 1.2% of all the kids that ever dream about being pro football players actually make it. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's very difficult. And, uh, you know, when that night comes, uh, they represent a lot of people. You know, they represent their family, their hometown their high schools, their colleges, and uh, it, it, it's a wonderful evening when you watch these kids get drafted. Herm, thank you so much for taking a few minutes tonight. We really appreciate yeah, it. And, th- uh, thank you so much, man. And also, you know, you know, be safe travels to Bristol, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be in touch soon. Okay, guys. Thank you. Thank you.